What your bank doesn't tell you. A podcast by you mushroom. Hello everybody and welcome back to our podcast, What Your Bank Doesn't Tell You. Today we have a guest, Lukas Bruckemann. He is CEO of BX Swiss. So Lukas, welcome in our office of You Mushroom. It's very nice having you here. I'm very happy to be here in this beautiful, warm occasion. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's very hot today, so I hope you don't mind me a little bit sweating, but you know, it is, it's nice to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Thank you, Lucas. And before we jump in the topic, I would like to introduce you very briefly. And I'm really excited because you have actually also started your career on the derivative side. So you were almost 17 years with ABN AMRO and then turned into RBS, responsible for the Swiss and the French and Middle Eastern market for equity derivatives. Then I also saw that you basically changed side from the investment banking side to private banking. You were at Liechtensteinische Landesbank for a few years, heading there the private and institutional business. And then you completely changed again into, into the startup community. Mm -hmm. yeah. You were with Centify for quite a few years and Centify is also a partner we are actually working with. Yeah. And then Three years ago, in 2020, you became the CEO of BX Swiss. So we are thrilled having you here because you really know the financial industry from all different angles. But now tell me, BX Swiss, it's an exchange, this we know, but tell me a bit more. Well, in Switzerland, there are two regulated stock exchanges. So there's SIX, which everybody knows, and there's BX. And BX Swiss is more or less more known maybe with, with the older people, elderly people, as Berner Börse, Berner Börse, Bern Exchange. The name changed into BX Swiss, a little bit more modern, about, say, six years ago. I joined three years ago, and um, actually in Switzerland there are three uh, regulated stock exchanges. Also the SDX, our neighbor mm -hmm. on the side here, which is focusing on the digital part, is also having a similar type of license as the three of us have. So there are three regulated stock exchanges. I think the difference is to say that we are much more focused on retail. And sort of uh, since we changed our venue uh, a little bit more op opposite to, to retail customers and uh, trying to uh, be more like, say, really having also content for retail clients. Um, therefore, we are uh, known as the retail exchange, mm -hmm. retail stock exchange. Mm -hmm. Many of you might have heard about exchanges. So we know the, the, the Nasdaq exchange, for example, and all the very famous names, usually the US names. But we never interact directly with an exchange as a private individual. So maybe you can explain a bit what an exchange is really doing and how we as private individuals come across an exchange or maybe also indirectly. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Basically, the regulated stock exchange, it's, it's, it's that in the name, it's stock exchange. So originally, it was a place where basically buyers and sellers were meeting to buy and sell stocks. And over the years, a lot of products were added to it. So exchange-traded um, um, funds like ETFs, and there is the structured products, there's bonds, there's stocks, uh, all basically uh, products that you can trade on an exchange. But of course, in, in Switzerland, when you... Um, are a retail client and you have yourself, say, a portfolio of, of certain products and you make a buy order, you want to buy ABB, for example, 
you put the order in your online banking. And then basically the bank, who is a member at Six and BX Swiss, executes the trader on the exchange. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. order is, ex- is basically coming to the exchange without you specifically telling to go to the exchange. Mm-hmm. But um, there, is, uh, there are markets, like for in Europe, where if you look at the German or Dutch market, um, both, both markets where I also lived and worked, they seem to be uh, a little bit more ahead with regards to transparency and also with regards to fees. They're much more like, say, comparing the fees between the different banks, mm-hmm. the different platforms, and therefore they have a little bit more knowledge, which mm-hmm. you would be, mm-hmm. you, you would think that, that on Switzerland the financial literacy would be quite high. So you would expect that, that the average Swiss retail client would know exactly where to buy and sell its stock, where to get the best fees, where to get the best service. But that's not the case. No, and, I agree. It's not no, the case. And regrettably. Usually, <laughs> yeah. But you're changing it, right? Yes. But it's true. Usually when we trade, we go to our broker, to our bank, we, we plug in the trade in the internet banking, and then we basically just choose the exchange which is proposed by the bank. But there is usually the option to actually choose another exchange. And very often you can then observe that the fees are going to change. And it's my understanding that in the case of BX Swiss, the fees are actually very attractive. And if you trade stocks which or, or any other instrument which is also traded at BX, it makes definitely sense to choose BX Swiss in your trading order. Basically, basically one reason because we don't have any fees towards the banks and towards the brokers. So when they put in an order, they have their own fees towards you as an end client, but um, they will not be charged by us. Mm-hmm. So um, indirectly, um, we, we can definitely say that we are the cheapest uh, exchange around. And in terms of democratization, we really want to make sure that people also are aware of, you know, of this type of fact. And it may be interesting to quote one research. There was one survey in 2020 by the University of Sagala, and they basically checked the financial literacy in Switzerland. And about 35% of the people that were asked knew some sort of, were, were you know, it, they, they know a little bit about the financial mm-hmm. markets, mm-hmm. meaning that two-thirds doesn't know too much. And I always compare it to go to the doctors in a way. You know, if, if I have something, if I have a headache, I go to my doctor or physician, I ask him, you know, what, what, what's my problem? He, and I will not understand because I'm not a doctor. I didn't study biology, liver biology. So he, he can tell me anything. And basically I trust him. So I stay, I go to him. So, but if I would, you know, the more I know about the illness, which I, most like, which I potentially have, the more I inform myself mm-hmm. and I will see other doctors to make the comparison. And it's the same with financial. You need to compare. You need to ask. You need to really get into the topic, read about it yes. and never, never buy anything you don't understand. Yes, I, I 100% agree. And that's basically also part of our philosophy at Your Mushroom. And one of the reasons why we have started with this podcast, What Your Bank Doesn't Tell You, in order to exactly get the know-how about about financial instruments, about the financial system, to, to educate yourself, to be in a p- better position also to have a conversation with the bank, what makes yeah. what could make sense for you. And and we also share the experience that big part of of the population, even in Switzerland, isn't literate when it comes to finance. And this is also the reason why we why we have started or why we are going to start with, with you Mushroom University. 
No, so, I, I really admire that. And I think um, what we as an exchange, as an independent exchange also do, we, have, we are on a five-year plan. So I arrived three years ago as CEO. I took all the experience that I have into this new platform because I truly believe in democratization of the market and I want to be able to understand what I'm buying. So our mission is to make that transparent, to make it accessible, and that on a trusted venue because mm -hmm. we are like 140 mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. So we therefore um, um, are, are, have, been, have been there for a long, long period of time. And what we have built over, like say last year, we started with BX Plus, which is our content platform. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, mm -hmm. we share content. And like you, with your university, we have an academy. Mm -hmm. And on the academy, you basically, you, you can go there for free, of course. You know, you just subscribe with your email and you go and inform yourself on, say, for example, what, is a, what does a stock exchange do? You know, what functionalities? Is it only a trading platform? Is it also a venue where you actually have investor protection? Et cetera, et cetera. So you inform yourself on that platform and in the end you can do a quiz. And if you score 100% on the mm -hmm. quiz, you get a certificate. Mm -hmm. So Very we really nice. want to certify people. We want to make sure that they are feeling comfortable mm -hmm. with this different financial topics. And therefore, we're very interested also in what you do from, from the beginning on. I was a fan of Mushroom, as you know. But, um, uh, and there I see the, 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 um, the comparable mission we both have, you know, making sure that in the end, the investor or, or the one that is buying or selling or is like self-directed, mm -hmm. making its own, making its her own decisions, should know what or he or she's buying, what the fees are, where to get the best execution, and then transparently see in their portfolio and in their in the end of the year overview what they've paid. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. you 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 know that on average in Switzerland, a like a normal person, regular person making a trade, for example, buying a stock or buying an ETF, say a thousand francs, you invest in a simple ETF, you pay, you almost pay 1% fee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In no country in the world yes. around next to Switzerland, you pay this type of fee because it's a com complete commodity transaction. Mm -hmm. Of course, every bank has the right to make money and to make money for the service they, they do. I'm not saying that. I'm saying 1% is way, way too much. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I mean, even in, in Germany, our neighboring country, there you have many online brokers offering almost zero cost trading fees and and offering or giving the possibility even for smaller amounts to to have decent investments which exactly. is still kind of a bit difficult or tricky in Switzerland even though the offering is increasing and there are some names lowering the fees but typically also for a smaller offering we have to say and history proved you know over if if you look at If you, if you invest, you want to invest not all at once. You want to invest mm -hmm. monthly, yes. quarterly, yearly. You want to invest smaller amounts and you want to keep investing. That is where overall, after you have diversified your portfolio, all these terms, you know, diversify your portfolio, buy products you understand, make sure you have a, a right mix of products, not too much. ETFs, passive instruments are really good for private investors. There are no savings plans in Switzerland, hardly yes. ever. You know, why is it no, not a saving plan? I, my son is 22 and the other one is 19. He just finished his, his he worked uh, a year at, at a bank and I had some money he wants to invest. Where does he go? You know, I asked him, where do you go? Mm -hmm. it, it took him a while to find the right platform and to, write, to find the right help yes. on investment. Yeah, we share this experience and we are also always trying to find solutions to, to as you say, to enable also smaller amounts to be invested. And as we know, market timing is very difficult. So if you have, or if you want to invest in a, in a specific market or ETF, 
if you put everything in one go, this could be quite tricky because you, in an ideal world, you would split this amount over a few weeks or even even months, maybe. Even months. My son is spreading it over months. And then when the market falls, takes a, a dip of 20%, you're not in shatters. You're just going to keep investing. And after five or 10 years, you'll be in the plus. Mm. And that's, that's, you know, you don't, don't expect, you know, to make fortunes. Just expect to, to understand the risk because risk equals the opportunity. You know, it's yes. very important to understand, to look at it from a different perspective, not only in, oh, this is supposed to be doubling or tripling. Those, those, that's not investment, that's gambling. I'm very glad to hear that we have the same ambition to help people educate and to, and to, to bring into a position to be their own investment guide in the end. Yes. The reason why I'm providing um, education or like say knowledge is one of the three things we do. We provide, you know, accessibility. You need to access the exchange. You can't as a direct investor, as you know, you have to go via a bank. So in order for the end client, for the retail client to understand that they can choose the venue, I need to speak to the end client. Mm -hmm. That takes a long, long period yeah. of time to build up the trust, trust relationship. I do that via education, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then um, the second pillar is really, you know, accessibility. So for example, when you log in at our platform, you can have live feed for free. So normally when you go to any bank's platform or any public platform, you need you have 15 minutes um, delay in prices. So if you want to know where ABB is trading, then you can go to our platform, subscribe for free, and then you basically um, um, go to BX Plus, and then you can see all the live prices in the trader desk. Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. a little Reuters screen. It's a mini Bloomberg mm -hmm. for retail. It's quite cool. And uh, you can basically, by shifting the widgets to the left and the right, you can make your own portfolio. You can say, Okay, I want to, uh, um, in my portfolio, it's ABB, a structured product of SockGen and ETF by BlackRock. And then um, you get automated uh, the news on those uh, stocks and ETFs and products, and you can look at it all for free on the platform. But when you trade, you go to your bank. That's still the way. That's, that's how it's going to be for the next few years. But in the future, that will change. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned before that in Switzerland, we are having three exchanges which are regulated. Yes. So maybe you can explain a bit as well, what kind of products are tradable at BX Swiss, also in comparison to, to the big exchange in Switzerland, in comparison to six? And where do our investors have the possibility to actually choose BX Swiss when they trade? Well... To um, go on the first question with regards to the different segments, mm -hmm. um, SIX and BX Swiss have almost the same segments, mm -hmm. but um, there are a few differences. So at BX, you can find over 2,500 foreign stocks out of 35 international markets. So say the biggest blue chips or the biggest stocks in the world, including Amazon, Nike, Nestle, etc., or like Tesla, you can find at our exchange. And that you cannot find at the other exchange. Mm -hmm. You only can find mm -hmm. it in our exchange, actually in Swiss franc. Mm -hmm. And so basically, if I wanted to buy the Apple stock, but denominated in Swiss franc, you can buy I it at our exchange. It at yeah. And you yeah. will find the best possible price mm -hmm. because we have a market maker that, that makes it in a couple of cents. Uh, there's always a price and, 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 on, on, and a bid and an offer. And that's the benefit of an exchange because you know we regulate it, so we need to provide liquidity. And we need to make sure that the prices are uh, good and mm -hmm. that there is enough liquidity. Mm -hmm. um, that, that is one of the benefits of buying an exchange. 
And um, the other uh, part where we are a bit different is that we have um, other stocks um, primary listed at our exchange. We have 21 primary listed mm -hmm. stocks. Swiss stocks. Then. Swiss stocks, mm -hmm. Swiss names, uh, which you can only find at our exchange. Um, sometimes, and in the second part of your question, um, how do you find us? Um, basically, when you, when you are on your online bank, no matter which bank, um, you can always choose the venue. Mm -hmm. And if you can't, then you call your bank. Mm -hmm. And you tell them, why can't I, you know, compare the price? Why don't I see big Swiss? Why do I only see X or Y or Z? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the awareness which is missing. And then again, then that, that's a little bit the Swiss, the Swiss situation. We are quite convenient. You know, we are quite spoiled with what we have. So we don't really ask ourselves, mm -hmm. is there any better price? Yeah. Even yeah. platforms like Comparis and et cetera, which actually really do their job in, in comparison. But again, those are, you have to look it up. You have to do some work. But it's also kind of confusing very often. There are so many types of fees when you do a trade. So Many investors, they also just get, I mean, overwhelmed and, and you would need to understand every single item. That, yeah. and, and then or many of us might just think, okay, it's just half a percent yeah. or, or a couple of promille, but it, it sums up, right? Yeah, no. The but, user experience is quite weak at some banks, yes. Yeah. But allow me to ask, so if you offer trading at zero cost, how do you make money? We make money on the other side. So the market mm -hmm. maker is paying us a few dollars or a few francs on a trade on average, and we make our money on that. So we need mm -hmm. volume. Mm -hmm. So if we don't uh, make any volume on the, on the exchange, we don't make any money. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and we also make money uh, by listing products. So for example, if a um, ETF issuer or bond issuer or equity issuer, if they or company wants to raise capital, they come to the exchange and they, they get a listing and we get paid for that. Okay. Sort of listing fees. So it's a bit similar like the, like the brokers, for example, in Germany, the, the cheap brokers. They also rely on volume. They, they kind of um, make money on the other side with the, with the brokers or with other brokers when they... You can't really compare it. You know, it's not, it's not like Robinhood or, mm -hmm. or Trade for Public or any of the zero-fee platforms in Germany or the US. It is um, that we are, you know, in the end, we, we basically enable our banks... The, the members mm -hmm. to at least trade at our venue without fee and they can mm -hmm. you know in the end uh, deliver a better service to their clients by not being being forced actually to charge those fees or pass them on to the client mm -hmm. so for example there's one bank um, flow bank which which didn't which which, which, which uh, did an action with us they basically said look um, we like the fact that we can uh, buy our stocks at big Swiss big Swiss at, at zero fee and therefore we're gonna pass on the zero fee directly to the client mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. at Flowbank you actually can buy and sell Swiss stocks for free most people don't know mm -hmm. you know and and I'm a little bit you know. I don't believe in, in a system for free because in the end you pay, always you pay with something, with your data, with the, with the bid offer or whatever. So in, in my view, it comes down, we need to be qualitative. We need to offer good quality and for good quality, you can ask a price, but we should not overdo it. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've mm -hmm. done in Switzerland. We've mm -hmm. overdone it. We are too, too far away from actually where the end client sees the benefit. Yes. And uh, especially where I really am a little bit frustrated is the way that, you know, a best execution is being handled, you know. Best execution means for me the total pick package, not comparing only A and B, but really A to Z. Mm -hmm. Then then you can speak about 
uh, best execution. Yes. So, but it's a long way. That's why I'm saying I'm, I'm in year three of my five-year mm. plan. Yes, it's. I mean, definitely, it's a long way to to be or to have more competitive terms here in Switzerland. Yes. I'm very glad to hear that you're expanding in Switzerland and and kind of competing with with actually our neighbor six, and and to see how the how in the end the investor will benefit from from the better or the high the bigger competition. Maybe one thing to add is that I'm not really competing with six. I'm, I'm more competing with with the over the counter or OTC mm -hmm. platforms. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. So I I, I think that that, um, um, that venues like six and BX actually are very good because they operate in a regulated environment. Mm -hmm. But um, maybe the future is not central anymore. Mm -hmm. So decentralization means using the blockchain in one way or another in the future. And that means decentralization. But I like the fact that we are regulated because mm -hmm. I feel that in the end, the investor needs to be protected. Otherwise, you'll get situations like in the US with FTX or, you know, a wild west. You know, it should yes. not be that, that the end client naively is being the victim of, of some sort of platform, which is not actually, you cannot really control or check, you know. But you don't want to overdo it. You also want to believe in some sort of self-regulation. Mm -hmm. But, you know... When there's a lot of cowboys, it's difficult to 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 really have, to to give them certain freedom in order to regulate themselves. That is the big. True. You also mentioned blockchain, so actually this is also my my last question to you. I mean, we we are hearing and reading a lot about how this environment, how a trade is is going to be executed, whether we still have custodians, etc. How this will be handled. So my question to you. How do you see the future of the financial system or of the of the trading system in the end? And and what do you envision where we stand in maybe 10 years' time? No, that's a very good question. And and we have been thinking about this question since two years. So I like I said, I believe in in the technology, blockchain, decentral technology, uh, the security on it, and the way that that it basically cuts out sort of, sort of the middleman. Huh? So the disintermediation, as they say, mm -hmm. takes place over a longer period of time. But as we have a very, very old-fashioned situation with lots of banks having a very old infrastructure, you know, it's, it's a bit like the highway. You know, we're building a new highway, but it's like in Italy, every 100 meters you have to stop to get a new ticket. You know, that is not a highway, you know. You have to have one like in Switzerland, one uh, the vignette, mm -hmm. and then you can cross the whole way. That's how you build the road in the future. And I feel that we are now a little bit uh, on the Italian uh, uh, version of the of the highway yet. It's changing, though. Um, I feel that in the next five to ten years, um, um, you, you will see a lot of, lot of um, things coming uh, to the market, which is benefit for the end investor. Because, because uh, you know, the whole thing with tokenization, as they say, or at least uh, there, there, there's benefits for the end client um, because you have access to share classes maybe you cannot have access to. You, know? uh, you can have 24-7 instead of only from 9 to 5. Mm -hmm. uh, you have uh, much more uh, liquidity because of more people are able to participate. And the DLT license, actually, which is the license that PX Digital, our sister company, is applying mm -hmm. for, um, is very, very unique. You know, Switzerland is far ahead in terms of regulation in Europe. And the DLT license, the blockchain license, if you will, enables us to build an exchange without, without the CSD. The CSD meaning the settlement. Mm -hmm. So because you can understand that 
on the blockchain, you don't, you don't have to wait for three days for stocks to be delivered. You don't have to wait two days for an ETF to be delivered. It's instantly. So if you deliver instantly, you don't need a clearer. You don't need the settlement anymore. That's, that's, that's basically automatic. That's atomic, as they say. But um, so the huge benefits, but it will take time because it's like when you have a new, you can have lots of new cars driving on the road, but if the road is still the old fashioned road, you will not, you know, come very far. So it needs a lot of effort on, on the bank side, a lot of effort on the technology side, uh, government side, everybody has to work at the same thing. And, and it's like the blockchain as technology is there to stay. Mm-hmm. It will mm-hmm. replace everything in my view, mm-hmm. but um, it will take time. Yeah. Yeah. So we can only wait for, for even a better situation or a, in the end, for the investor and eventually as well, a cheaper situation to, to trade, a more reliable situation with, with the quicker settlement, etc. But we have to be a bit patient. You, you mentioned, I believe, 10 years, something like Five that. Five to 10 years. Five to 10 years. So we have to be a bit patient until we can profit from this blockchain-based infrastructure. Yes. Till then, we have to make sure that we are educate ourselves. And I'm very glad that we share this this view about how trading should be done. So we need to understand what we are trading. And secondly, we have to be very conscious about the fees we are paying. So make sure when you do a trade that you select a trading venue which is efficient or in the end the cheapest for you. So with this, Lucas, is there anything else you would like to share with our audience before we... Maybe maybe a last thing as, as a, a little bit of a promotion in that sense. Um, our latest uh, trading member at the exchange is the Hippo Lensburg. Mm-hmm. Hippo to Kabak Lensburg and they are the bank behind Neon. And Neon is quite a cool app in Switzerland with over 160,000 clients and they've started to go live with us. So they're trading um, over our venue and they are quite competitive and they have a very good UI. So the front end, uh, the, the neon experience of buying and selling stocks and ETFs is quite cool. Okay, super. Yeah. Thank you very much for this hint, for You're efficient welcome. trading. So with this, as always, if you have any questions or input, write us at hello at youmushroom.com. We are very much looking forward to the next podcast, which will be released in about two weeks time. Till then, I wish you a very nice summer and and a bit of cooling. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you. Money! What your bank doesn't tell you. A podcast by You Mushroom.